Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, and it is time to bring the orange with this special mid-accelerate edition featuring two of my favorite guys out there, Mr. Andrew Miller and J.D. Wallace, great friends of the program and the kind of guys who know everything that is going on here at Pure, and that is why I wanted to bring them both on to talk about what's been going on with Accelerate, our uh, multi-week uh, highly interactive event for our customers and prospects, but also what is coming up. Gentlemen, how's it going? Mr. Miller, how are you? Doing well. Fun to be back. It's fun to talk uh, publicly because it seems like we talk in the background all the time. So, you know, hey, we can we can flip it around in, in front of everyone. Yes, indeed. Mr. Wallace. I'm exhausted. It was a crazy week. We had so much content. I'm excited to be talking to you about it. I am super excited to get your input because we, you know, we talk a lot before the event, but then things actually go down and you're busy watching what you created. You're promoting like crazy on social media, which I do appreciate. And you were involved in multiple, multiple sessions. But um, before we get to some of those sessions and some of the highlights, uh, Andrew, take us through some of the announcements that we saw. Week one, we had keynotes. There was a day where some of our execs got up and, and talked about some announcements, some, some things that really move a couple of areas forward, you know, mostly mm -hmm. in the port work space and in, and in Pure One. Certainly really exciting, but nothing, you know, earth shaking. We did a lot of announcements earlier in the year, and, and I think we talked about this before. It, it's mm -hmm. kind of okay, right? It, we're reinforcing, right? What we've been telling people all along. I, mean, I appreciate you giving me permission to be a little bit contrarian there. Okay. <laughs> Pure One Digital Marketplace, really cool. Some of the assessment oh, things that help with safe mode yep. and seeing about ransomware protection, really cool too. Portworks 2.8, how you, you actually get you know, first class citizens of underlying volumes, etc. There's some neat stuff there, but this wasn't the, like, I, I wouldn't, in previous years, I was at, you know, some other world conference that usually happened in May, actually, over many years in the partner space. And it seemed like each year there would be this ginormous, totally new strategy, totally new set of products, totally. And it, while in some ways it was kind of fun and crazy, especially when I was younger, uh, now, now I'm old and boring. And actually what I'd rather have is the same strategy over multiple years and executed on with more depth and seeing how it's more than some really cool snazzy PowerPoints and executives talking about stuff. And for me, that was even where we went through some of the awards, ServiceNow, NASA, Roblox, uh, NTU in Singapore, that actually, you know, showing people really using our stuff and the meat behind some of the strategy, which has been consistent and deepening. At the same time that, you know, there were some legit announcements, but not this like totally grand new strategy that's totally different from last year. I appreciate that. I do too. I mean, there's something that can be disruptive with that. And there's something that's uh, to be said about consistency, right? I mean, we're, we're telling people what we're doing strategically and then just reinforcing uh, what we're doing. JD, what, what stood out to you within the announcements or at least some of the customer awards, which I thought were actually really, really well done. I mean, we, we put some really great names forward and showed what they're doing uh, to drive differentiated outcomes, right? Not just about a speeds and feeds type of thing, but what stood out for you in, in the opening days? Well, I think from the keynote session, the thing that stood out to me the most was the session where we actually had some of our product engineers on stage to, to actually talk to us about some of the engineering problems that they're overcoming when they're, when they're building the products that we use. And I think it's just, it's incredibly interesting to actually get those real perspectives from the engineers that are building these products. And I thought that was fascinating. 
Um, but then, you know, from a session perspective, you know, I, I agree a lot with Andrew. I think, you know, this looking back in the sessions that we did, it was much less about introducing new products and more about showing how we've taken the products that we have introduced and really built out the ecosystem around them. I, I'm seeing a lot of sessions that had to do with our alliance, a lot of sessions that had to, that invited customers in to actually talk about their experiences and something that they were able to achieve using these products. And so I really felt like uh, one of the themes of Accelerate this year so far for me has been about maturity and kind of mm. taking that foundation and taking it to the next level. And that's been really great to see. I also want to tag off that the the Roblox interview with Rob Lee. There are a bunch of great ones, right? But the Roblox one, one thing that stuck with me, trying not to have lose my technical soul and forget what customer life is like when they talked about getting a year of demand in a week or a year of growth in a week. That just almost like makes my toes curl. It's like I can't imagine when I was responsible for a data center having that kind of influx it would just be crazy. And that they were able to handle in so many ways. There are obviously ways that Pure helped with Portworks and other pieces there, but also there was really cool stuff. Just even thinking about how an organization is built to be able to handle that outside of even the technology stuff too. Yeah, it really hammered home. And, and then we got to, you know, Charlie's keynote, right? Where, you know, we spoke about work from home is kind of going to be a long haul thing and the digital transformation has happened and, and is happening but then kind of dug into the, you know, the, the, the architectures and the unified data management experience. And then of course, Andrew, is it, is it time to do some laundry? I mean, that, that analogy is, <laughs> that analogy is fun. I mean, we've seen it internally and I love when he brings it outside and, you know, we joke about it, but you know, people, people want the dry cleaner. They want the service. They don't want to have to go, you know, do their own, do their own laundry as I, stare out into the hallway into a pile in a basket right now that I'm looking at. But what, what what's your takeaway on that? I, I almost feel like I shouldn't use that analogy when I'm talking to people because it just makes me feel like I'm presenting myself as this very lazy person who's too good to do laundry and then needs someone to do it for me kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too good for anything. But there is also the piece of, um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind offloading some of that stuff too. So yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. Um, we featured quite a few execs. JD, I want to go back to what you took away from the engineers coming out because that part happened and I was kind of blown away like you were too, right? It is very unusual mm -hmm. and very rare, I think, to actually get deep insight and to have those people, uh, you know, those engineers who are working on solving the problems on, on a daily basis, uh, get the spotlight put on them. I just, I just, I, I thought that was unique. It was, it was different. It was like, what's going on here? And there's five or six of them. And they're all talking in really deep depth about the things that they're working on to, I mean, it just seemed, it, it came out as really genuine to me, well, right. To hear that. And it also reminds me of something. And I think you've said this in the podcast a few times, you've reminded people that they like to say that our products are simple. And mm. as cause would say, it's not about simplicity. It's about intuitiveness. There, there's right. actually a tremendous amount of complexity that goes into delivering these rich data services. But our challenge is to take that complexity and wrap it up for you in a way that makes it really intuitive and really easy to use. And hearing some of the challenges that these engineers are working so hard to overcome really highlighted that for me. The, the neat thing there, I mean, hearing QLC and some of the stuff there and even the heat and the thermals, if you're listening and you like that kind of stuff, go check out some of what we have on Tech Field Day. Mm -hmm. uh, Pete Kirkpatrick has a phenomenal one where he just 
goes crazy on QLC and what it really is and then how we leveraged it. That's frankly, even though that's totally public content, that's how I've learned some of what I talk about publicly of it. Other conversations, Pete. Brian Gold recently did a really deep one on the origins of Flash Blade. Of course, it gets into pure stuff, but it's like about what we were trying to solve for with unstructured data and, and the cha- and the actual just secular challenges in the space. So I love seeing that in the keynotes. And, we've, and if you like that kind of stuff and you, you want to geek out and feed your technical soul, you can go find more of that over on T- Tech Field Day as well from Pure Content. Yeah. And also you can come back on week five of Accelerate because that's when we run Basecamp. Yes. And Basecamp is all about portfolio. And the two things that Andrew just mentioned, Tech Field Day is awesome as well because you will get far more depth, right? We are still committed to attendees to keeping these sessions uh, lightweight, not in terms of content, but consumable, right? That if you've got 20 or 30 minutes in your day that you want to carve out, but both Brian Gold, as well as a couple of the engineers from the Flash Array team, those two sessions uh, are in the catalog for week five of Basecamp. So probably about the time that this publishes, probably about a week away. So um, it bears it bears repeating, keep coming back to Accelerate, right? We're keeping mm-hmm. this thing always on for you with sessions and there is really no endpoint, right? I mean, we're going to get to the end and there is no end, right? We're going to be doing an after hours where we do industry insights and have a, you know, another couple guest sessions with um, yet another one of our really important alliance partners. And there's even peak week, right? So come back late in June. And if you want to get some certification, the the peak and the education team are going to be doing some certs there. So um, super cool, but, you know, tech, tech field day, always a great deeper, deeper dive resource. Um, other keynote observations, Andrew, before we kind of put a pin in this one and and um, move on to a couple other things. Uh, I think the, the, the couple other thoughts were, um, I, I think I got stuck on the laundry service joke there for a minute, but the, <laughs> some of the other stuff with Charlie. Was it was on the long spin cycle. It was, yeah. it was the spin cycle. <laughs> but um, Charlie, and this is a little bit more just general industry commentary about work from home and yeah. hybrid work environment. We're all seeing this. And there was one thing that he mentioned about how this is going to be different for every single, not even company, but maybe even every single department. And, and, and that even leads into a commentary from uh, when Kix was doing a session at Kixmuller, along with Julia Palmer from Gartner about saying, you know, that in the, in the past, the focus from an infrastructure standpoint was on reliability for better or worse, that's kind of table stakes now, even though it still takes a lot of work at times. But the, the focus and the shift is on agility and how can you build to actually be able to handle agility? Or you know, as, as Julia said, I think almost I wrote this down, you want, if executives want an infrastructure that can support change. Mm-hmm. Or if I tie this back into that work from home comment of every single group in an organization potentially having a different work from home scenario, as well as all the other stuff that we talked about that we talked about with Roblox. Some of the questions for Julia were, were kind of fun around uh, what trends is she seeing and VME over fabric, persistent storage for containers, distributed file system and object. I'm keenly aware of this because there are folks, you know, pay a good bit of money to Gartner to say, can I call you up and get your opinions about what you're hearing? So when she's saying that, she's not just making it up for us. That's like what she has customers calling saying, like, please give us your opinion on this. And they, they pay Gartner good money for that, as, as they should. And then, of course, wandering a little bit into... um designing for containers versus uh, containers versus virtualization. I found it really interesting, her comment of there's still so many unknowns in this space that it's worth starting with what you have, leveraging the infrastructure you already have. Uh, for better or worse, that matches some of your strategy with PSO in the past and Portworks now. We want to help you get further along, but we also want to help all the existing things you have in your data center get more mileage out of them with new technologies. So 
I think that's it. Back to you or JD, whoever. Well, we'll roll to JD because, you know, and we'll touch on this again when we go through week two of data protection because it's such a strong theme. But there was uh, a smattering of our favorite R word ransomware that uh, that, that came <laughs> up in, in that first week as well. Even though it was cloud week, you know, we kind of hit on on ransomware. How's, how's ransomware going for Pure as, as something in the realm of thought leadership? But also, I think more importantly, the, the reality of it. Right. I think a couple of years ago, it was just something that you heard about and it got talked about. But now this is this is front of mind topic for all organizations, right? All, all entities that are out there and storage ends up being, you know, one of the most important places where you can go and tackle it. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I can't believe you threw it to me because, you know, Andrew here is actually leading the charge in developing some excellent content. And I'll actually give you a little bit of a preview. One of my favorite sessions from data protection week was your session, Andrew, on ransomware gel. Aww. Is there any way out? Every time, you know, and I've heard you tell that story countless times, but every time I listen to it, I learn something new. And I hope everyone will go and, and absolutely pick that one up. But it, it was a theme that wove itself all through Data Protection Week from solutions that we were talking about, solutions that our alliance partners were talking about. Um, we even had a, a great session uh, called Data Protection, a CISO's View, where, um, where we actually got to hear from one of our customers who went through this, actually got ransomware, went through the process of, was able to restore, you know, didn't have to pay, was able to restore. And not only hearing how they, how they approached that problem real time, but how it's framed their security posture since then and the things they think about and the holistic approach that they take, um, you know, has been really fascinating. And so you know, that was another really great session. So yeah, uh, yeah big, big yeah. theme here. Huge theme and, and huge shout out to Michelle Jackson and the customer marketing team. I know I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll put this plug in now because it is not a simple task to put together really compelling customer content right? Like that. And the way she and the team did it and the way it's produced. And, and again, if folks are listening here and you want to jump back on the platform, just do a sort in the session catalog for breakthrough and you'll see multiple videos. We've got, you know, city of new Orleans who, who talks about their ransomware experience. Uh, there's a number of sessions um, in, in the customer breakthrough where we go through some things around analytics uh, a couple on cloud, right? We tried to really give you a good breadth of all the pure solution portfolio across all those, but those videos just ended up being tremendously produced, really compelling back and forth discussion, interview content, and things that we were able to also weave into that, that CISO discussion that was just so rich and, and uh, thick, you know, with, with information, which was super cool. And JD, we'll come back to you on, on data protection in a little bit seems like a good time to kind of go put a bow around cloud week and so if you're late to the game on accelerate we did theme weeks so week one was cloud week two data protection and then as we've alluded to analytics business applications week four week five base camp all the portfolio and then week six industry insights where we do some of the vertical solutions work that we did but let's start with cloud and while all sessions are interesting and important what were the ones andrew that stood out for you within cloud and you can go ahead and talk about one of your own if you want to i'll let you uh self-promote because you do such a good job 
I, I appreciate that. I, I figure if I if I if I like record stuff, I'm allowed to talk about it too. Hopefully, you are. So. You are. You recorded a lot. Of, you recorded a lot of things, so you get to you get to plug yourself. I, I, I'm actually going to start out not with me, just because that feels like the right thing to do. So, no, Cody. Uh, for those listening, you probably know Cody Hosterman, and you probably think Vivals when you hear Cody's name. Cody's more than Vivals. It's actually kind of cool. He had a great session comparing cloud block store between different clouds and the capabilities and functionalities. I think Rob, we were talking that was one of the top top listened to sessions just by just by session name because it makes sense. A lot of people are thinking, for better or worse, okay, we're um. I don't know that we're totally Switzerland, but we're partnered heavily with AWS, with Azure, with TCP, and providing capabilities on all of those, right? And customers are trying to figure out and navigate that for any given person or organization. Uh, it may be a, an easy decision, uh, but a lot of customers are thinking about cloud portability. So that was really cool to hear that kind of compare and contrast at a personal level. I really enjoyed doing a session with Shilfi. Uh, we did one around cloud strategy. And, and that, it was actually, that was a little bit of a, both, it was pieces that Shilpi has done in the past and even matching some presentations that I've done with customers where, to be honest, some of it started with the customer saying, you know, hey, I'm like heavily in the cloud. I'm spending tens of millions a year with AWS. Why should I even talk to you? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, let's have that conversation. Well, first, you know, we have a very, a lot of what we've done historically with Evergreen is very, very cloudy when you think about it that way. We've got cool stuff for, you know, existing applications in the cloud, cloud block store. We can do next gen things with port works, et cetera. So it's this, if I put a cloud lens on the pure portfolio, it, it doesn't feel, I mean, I might've started with trying to feel cloudy, but it's not so forced that it doesn't work. And then, of course, the flip side of that is it's not just a technology and a product conversation. It's a, and I think Prakash said this in a keynote. So, can I say servicization or serviceify? I think so. I think yeah. Like hold that. on, I'm, so. scroll, I'm, I'm scrolling through my dictionary right now to see if that actually is a word. Oh, hold on, I'm not sure. Now, go ahead and proceed. Okay. The, the turning everything into a service, which is yeah. a consumption model discussion. It's an opex model discussion. It's an organizational discussion. It's moving from technology to business roles and having a really fun conversation about all of that with Paul Ferraro, because that's literally what he did for 20 years at global organizations before he came to Pure. So really enjoy that discussion both with Paul and Shilpi. And there was, of course, a lot more than that out there. Yeah, I love Paul's perspective that he brings from actually doing it. And same with Jack Hogan, right? I mean, Jack Jack is worth mentioning as well. He's going to partner with you in, on week five. And, and we just got a session of his up on the bare metal as a service that's in the on-demand catalog. But both, both Jack and Paul are, are ones that, you know, lived on the other side, right. And, and dealt with the challenges on a, on a day-to-day -day basis of, you know, how do you manage a whole IT system and, and data center and realize some of the benefits of pure and how it simplified and made things intuitive and, and, you know, jump full in. And now they're on our side strategizing and uh, it's a joy to have them. I will be speaking with Mr. Ferraro in a couple of days here to record our session and, you know, kind of expand a little bit on uh, what you did with the service economy, but basically same, same kind of theme. And, and thanks for the shout out on Shilpi. I know she dovetailed really, really nicely with you on that, uh, on that session. Hey, moving it on to data protection week and JD, I told you I'd come back to you and I'm doing that. Um, the buzz leading up to it was, was really quite fun. Like you and Jason Walker and a number of others were really out there heavy on social and being our ambassadors for the week, but people seemed really uh, fired up and excited. It's not just because of ransomware. I think data protection is sort of, is sort of, uh, sexy and, and in vogue right now, you know, because everybody wants to hear about it and talk about it. And we've got some really great, strong partnerships um, that I'd love for you to talk about. But uh, what were you most excited about going into the data protection week? Safe mode. 
<laughs> I think this is <laughs> Sam. Is that just getting right to the point there? No, I um, you know, it's it's something that we've talked about that I've talked about so many times lately. And it's it's great to just kind of see customers' eyes light up through the zoom camera when 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 they realize just how intuitive it, it is to implement this feature. And once they implement it, how it's really set and forget, right? You know, you think gosh, there's all these crazy things I'm going to have to do to protect myself against ransomware. And yes, you absolutely should have a defense in depth strategy. You absolutely should make sure you have a layered approach. Andrew talks a lot about that and and, and asks you to think about the different places where you need to consider that. But that last line of defense, uh, just being able to turn it on and really forget about it and and have the confidence that it's going to be there for you um, really is amazing, not only in its capability, but it's it, it, it really in its simplicity from a user perspective and how easy it is to bring online. And so lots of sessions where we talk about safe mode, we've got it both for flash gray and for flash blade. Um, we've had some, uh, some partner sessions where we actually had partners come in some of our data protection uh, Alliance partners. And we talk about how safe mode can enhance some of their capabilities. And so, you know, we're really working together here in, One of the things I love about the data protection strategy at Pure is we have a tremendous number of things that we do right in the product, right? But we we don't stop there. We we know that that story is is better with our alliances. And so, Mm -hmm. yes, we have a lot of things that we do natively, but we also reach out to, you know, Rubrik and Veeam and Cohesity and Commvault, I think uh, we're all represented at, during Data Protection Week with a session, but we, we reach out and we work really closely with these vendors to make sure that these solutions just work really great together. Indeed, and we get to do our triple play of immutability, right? From when we talked with the old Ricketron from from uh, from Veeam, right? Which you mentioned with Safe Mode being that one of those uh, one of those legs of the stool with the infrastructure immutability, you know, file cloud, right? I, I just love that analogy, and uh, that episode should be up soon as well if people want to go and to check that out. Um, Andrew, on top of that. I'm interested in, and this this maybe dovetails and aligns with, um, or JD, I'll you know you're you're rolling in this area. How <laughs> how um, is it going with with Portworx? Right, you have things like PX Backup, and we had some sessions around that. Like, what is going on with with the containers area and um, and and data protection? And maybe no more, Andrew. Yeah, I think we'll definitely bounce back and forth. But one yeah, thing yeah. that I, I find interesting here is that we, if we go back a couple of years, and I think you're going to have a discussion with uh, J.O. at some point here. She'll get some of this from him, John Owings, about, you know, you go back in the day for container stuff, there's this kind of holy war between stateless and stateful and all this stuff should be ephemeral, et cetera. Okay. Uh, for better or worse, we've probably gone past that as far as a big argument. So there is data in these environments. It has to be protected in various ways. And once we start to say there's data, it kind of has a lot of the same things about data anywhere. And what do you know? We're actually kind of familiar with it. There's one, for better or worse, there's a slide I can see in my head that talks about, you know, you've got to think about RPO and R2. Because you have to think about disaster recovery. You've got to think about application consistent protection. Uh, Portworx actually gives a little bit of neat ability there about going in a in a DR standpoint, actually going further up the Kubernetes stack for some integration. So it's about that portability and protection of, of the data. 
And it just turns out, and I've had some of this conversation with pure SEs internally, we were learning all new things, which is part of the fun part of the job, but the business problems that we're solving, those are actually kind of similar. So you can take some of your past and not just like force everything into the same little box, but the business requirements about data protection that we're solving for ended up being very similar. And sometimes we're talking about it with people that haven't, uh, they maybe lived it totally in a world of 12 factor apps or statelessness where all that stuff was somebody else's job to take care of. And they're now having to grapple with it as their statefulness in some cases in the applications. And we can, sometimes come even kind of halfway and we're helping them learn. They're helping us learn. It's fun. It is. JD, anything to tag on to that? Well, absolutely. And I think um, I think there was a one-two punch of sessions that really kind of drove it home for me. So we started with Michael Ferranti. He had a session. It's a brave new world mm-hmm. where he actually kind of breaks down why you can't think about protecting your containerized applications in the same way that you would protect, for example, your virtualized applications. He really explains kind of the why. And and one of the things that really kind of made a light go off for me was, you know, when you think about traditional data center protection, that's traditionally driven by, you know, an organization or or, or a a central part of the organization, right? Your your data center administrators, but containerized applications are, are meant to be you know, owned by the individual developers, part of this DevOps mentality, and and they want to be responsible for their own data protection. So that that's a part of that that I didn't even think about before is like who actually owns managing this. And so really, Michael really set the stage for me and kind of what to expect. And then that was followed up by uh, Ryan's session on uh, PX backup, protecting stateful Kubernetes applications. We actually went in and did a, did a demo and you know, I love a demo, right? And actually kind of walked us through how it works, showed an application, broke it, showed it getting restored. Um, but that, that was incredible for kind of driving home how we're thinking about, you know, modern applications and data protection. Yeah, the, I, I found the port work sessions. And again, the, the catalog is robust, which, which I'm really happy about, particularly having been kind of at the helm of, of getting everything rolled in. But um, the port work sessions, the way they were crafted, and the titles were all really interesting and, um, and compelling, right? Just that they made you kind of want to watch more. And I'll put a plug in for Basecamp. We have um, you know one of Portworks founders who is delivering a top ten things you need to know about Portworks, and that's from you know his perspective. So that'll be a really nice you know bookend on all the things that we've been sprinkling you know throughout. And you notice Portwork kind of hits everything, right? And it kind of makes sense why this was an acquisition for us. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I met with one of the new solution managers that just joined over on that, that marketing team. And we were going through the portfolio and what my team looks after. And he just went, oh yeah, we plug in here, we plug in there, we plug in, you know, it was like every single area we had, there's a play we're going we're gonna to be joined at the hip driving, you know, what we do for modern applications or for backup or for, uh, you know, for connecting into cloud native types of things. It's it's super, super exciting. So I'm, I'm glad you, uh, you, you pulled out that one, two punch. Um, Mr. Miller put put a book end on as well on the ransomware in safe mode. Just your your ransomware jail. We we got the <laughs> session. We got the deep dive up too. So if people want the entree, that's now available. If they want the appetizer, they can go to the tech bite for 20 minutes, but you got your deep dive 
what was the last thing you want to add in on that? Yeah, I, I appreciate the collaboration with Roger Boss. We tried to stay true to sure, the, sure. let's mm-hmm. have a, a bite-sized version, 20-ish minutes, and let's have the longer version where I just yeah, yeah. Let, let all the stories in and that kind of thing. I want to make sure to give some kudos to JD for doing demo-driven stuff. Some yeah. of your uh, some of your sessions there and even working with other folks, like just, just very, very cool. Because like, I, I enjoy good demos and I enjoy other people creating them at this point in my life for better or worse. So, you know, appreciation. What I wanted to kind of end the thought with on, on potentially ransomware is that this for me, it, it always starts not with what we do, but with the challenges we're solving for. And when we think about getting back before the point of encryption, in a faster restore format in a way that isn't insanely complex and especially that speed of restore thing that's really hard and so safe mode while we're, while we're beating on it a little bit to me it's this elegantly simple overlay we're taking stuff that goes back 10 years with pure snapshots that are i've always been immutable and are faster create and don't have performance impact and don't take space and we're adding this layer of protection on top of them to protect against a ransomware attack so that you can you can know that uh, you have your data. I'm always careful about how I say this or that kind of stuff because this is like serious from a um, from an exposure standpoint for customers and I don't want, ever want to take it lightly, but adding that extra layer of protection on top of tried and true technologies. And this is stuff that we've actually now had out for a couple of years. So partnering with a lot of other folks, you know, as JD mentioned from a defense and depth standpoint, but when it comes to that last line of defense, having simplicity, immutability, even to the point of admin compromise and dramatically faster speed of restore. I'm going to be really good and not talk about the giant one that was in the news for the last couple of weeks where speed of restore got highlighted, right? Yep. Those three that. things together mm-hmm. all matter. And and we, and we keep playing these out and they keep being relevant. We keep, uh, fortunately, on many of the stories, we've got to totally anonymize, but being relevant and helping our customers. Yeah. Well, Andrew's ideal- trifecta. Andrew's trifecta, right? <laughs> of... Uh- <laughs> Simple and mutable and fast, and I and I've stolen that from you, and I've run with it because it's so true and it, it's spot on for for how we need to approach this. That's right, and and I'm hopeful that we can help folks, you know, not be these stories in the news, right? I mean, there definitely is the reactive element right now, which is sort of the oh bleep, something happened, we need to go help, you know, we need to go fix it. And more and more, can we help people with a preemptive approach with the trifecta here, right? Which is to you know, go be prepared ahead of time. Well, by the time that this episode drops, we will probably be done with analytics week. So things that I will highlight for everyone to go back and to check out. We've got some great sessions with some of our uh, analytics alliance partners that are there. But also, I, I think it's worth mentioning there's a there's a panel uh, around um, data. And I'll, I'll cut to the chase. It's basically how we manage data here at Pure. So think about a pure-on-pure approach and the types of things that we do with, with you know, managing customer experience and how we leverage data with Pure One, where we can do workload planning and things like that. So it's a, a very cross-functional. And again, we're bringing actual Puritans to you who are going to talk about their roles and how they use data, but also under the covers, why when we deploy it on Pure Infrastructure, it helps them do their jobs more. 
more easily. And then, you know, hopefully by the time this publishes, we'll be looking ahead. So we've got business applications, right? So we got Microsoft, Oracle, SAP, uh, session around MySQL, the open source database space, which is cool. And then Basecamp. I mean, that's honestly the one that everybody looks forward to. It's all the, the, the nitty gritty and, you know, deep stuff. Yep. JD's, JD's doing the, the waggle dance right now. Cause he's fired up to hear about the product stuff. Um, which means I'll go to you, JD. What are you excited about for the downstream couple of weeks, um, at accelerate? Is there anything product oriented that you're looking to dig deep into? And I know there's also a, a pretty deep flash array C session. I know that's one of your, your hobby areas. You put me on the spot. How, how could I possibly pick a favorite? There's so much great content coming. We've got, uh, we've got more from Portworks. We've got some great speakers from across the entire organization, including, you know, our team, the principal strategist team, our field solution architect team, and, and so many others. Um, you know, I'm, I'm giving you a super non-answer here, but it's so hard for me to pick a favorite. There's so much great stuff out there. I'm, I'm looking forward to Basecamp too. It's always great to uh, to deep dive on on what we're doing and kind of see how all the pieces of the puzzle are put together. And so um, more to come. I guess the, the thing I would say is, you know, I, I love how, you know, there's a lot of content there, but I really like how we've spaced this out. So it's not overwhelming. We've got a lot of time to consume these. They're in small bite-sized chunks, approach it in little pieces, fit it in. Don't feel like you have to do all of it, do it all at once, but there is a ton of content. So keep coming back and checking it out. Yeah, we did do, you know, double the the number of tech bytes for Basecamp just because there we want to make sure we cover, you know, as much as we can in the right level of depth for Flash Blade, Flash Array, um, you know, Flash Recover and Pure One. And I think, you know, Mr. Rickson's doing an evergreen session and there's still a little bit more cloud block store coming in, right? So um, as you mentioned, JD, you know, a, a wide range of things. Really uh, interesting panel that our, our CIO, Kathy Southwick, is doing a live panel uh, with uh, two or three customers. I think we're still chasing one right now. So that will be interesting uh, because, again, she's another one that comes from that world, you know, uh, CIO of a major large communications um, company for a period of time and then coming to Pure. Um, and Andrew Miller, you, you've you got Jack Hogan. You guys are going to riff on uh, on cloud things, which you both love to do. And I'm sure, I'm sure Jack will be talking about uh, bare metal a tiny bit as part of that, right? We'll eventually wander there. Yeah, and, you get there eventually. <laughs> for anyone who's been tra tracking kind of the, the coffee break format, which um, we've been incorporating to accelerate in a, in a really cool way, the first half is always educational. It almost can hopefully stand alone. And, and we're actually going to wander through kind of all the different cloud evolutions through the years, a different on-prem and cloud infrastructure. Uh, there's a little bit of a tagline there about, you know, making the cloud fit you, not you fit your data center to the cloud, if you will. And, and we're going to wander into, it says it, you know, in, in the taglines about bare metal as a service and some of our partnerships with Equinix, but not starting there. What I what I love as well, and I, I'm just going to flagrantly get myself in trouble here, I realize, because anytime that you start naming names, for all the people that I know out there that I miss, sorry, yeah. but there's there, look, I'm seeing Miroslav's name on here with um, some of the analytics pieces. He's got so much real depth with customers on this. Stacy Brown with Splunk pieces. Uh, Francois going into some of the, uh, Francois Martel going deep into some of the Kubernetes data protection pieces. If you don't know Brian Gold, already we mentioned it was Tech Field Day, um, and, and of course I'll, I'll give you and Paul a shout out. You know, but if you if you look down the list of people here on, and I'm just actually looking at Sessions page, yeah, yeah, these are a lot of people that I know are sharp folks. They know what they're talking about. They do it in the real world with customers, so it, it it's really cool to see the lineup. 
Yeah. That's one of the things I love about working at Pure. It's not like I, you know, when they said, all right, you own the, the content payload, Rob, go out and figure it out. I, it's not like I have to go out and twist people's arms, right? People are like, hey, wh what can I do? What can I get into this thing? I've got some interesting things to say. I'm a good speaker. Uh, I've got compelling content, but mostly I want to help, right? I want to help you, but I also want to help our prospects. I want to help our customers. I want to make sure our partners know, you know, strategically and technically what we're up to. And that's just one of the things I love. Uh, I love, love, love about the culture here at Pure. Thanks for your thoughts on those. And, uh, you know, please do keep coming back too, right? Uh, the week after we sort of formally end Accelerate, you've got Accelerate After Hours, something that my boss and I kind of cooked up one afternoon while we were a little bit wonky dealing with session maintenance, but that is going to be our industry insights. And we've got sessions across all the verticals that we support, financial services, healthcare, there's even something on gaming and in retail in there, a couple sessions with public sector, right? So if you are in one of those industries and you want to check out how Pure fits in for you, please check out all the other good content that we have, but also come because those are going to be specifically tailored um, to you. Um, final thoughts before we, uh, before we wrap, because we've done a pretty good chunk of time here. Uh, Andrew, I'll go to you first. Final thoughts on Accelerate. Yeah. I hear Accelerate after hours and I'm thinking like Accelerate after dark. And then I'm thinking just totally crazy things and I'll just go, go over to the recast. So the, it, it's fun to see the themes, themes wander through here. I mean, who would have thought again, that data protection might be one of the hottest topics here kind of thing. That's not minimizing all the other ones, like go back five years, 10 years, you know, kind of thing. But when you look through this, there's so many alliance, there's so much alliance focus. Pure is the enabling strata, you know, substrata that creates performance and agility and flexibility, as well as so much focus on customers and solutions. It's not about us. We got to be legitimate. We got to have good stuff. That's a lot of the fun of the geek out in base camp, but pulling it further up the stack to things that matter for to our customers. I'm out. Awesome. JD, final thoughts? Um, a lot more to come. Stay tuned. Keep dialing in and uh, checking out the sessions that we've got coming up. And they're all fun, but just for a little bit of a break, do a quick search for the magic trick with ransomware. A uh, really fun magician that I've seen a lot of times did a fun little thing for us. So uh, there, there's your little bit of uh, your little bit of candy mixed in there. So check that one out. And uh, thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me in. No, it was a blast. And I think we've all bumped into Anders at some point at some kind of show. You know, I think the first mm -hmm. time I met him was like, mm -hmm. I don't know, some Sun Microsystems show like 10 or 12 years ago. And then I bumped into him again three or four years ago at Ignite. And uh he always does a great job. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're fun tricks, right? I mean, they're things that you've seen and know that magicians do, but the ability to kind of weave those into to the technological theme, always interesting, always fun. And so that's up in the session catalog as well. And uh, JD, it is always a blast to have you on. Andrew Miller, always a blast to have you on as well. And uh, I don't know, why don't you guys come back in a few weeks and maybe we'll do sort of a capstone episode and kind of just go through the best of and do some highlights. That would be a lot of fun. Would you do that? More than happy to. You got it. Thanks right. so much for having me too, Rob. Excellent. I feel Excellent. like I forgot to say that. <laughs> no, no. You, you know, it, it's implied. It's implied since we've done this so many different times. Um, and At thank this point, you. It's not goodbye. It's just, you know, we'll, we'll see you again soon, right? Yeah. It's, it's aloha means hello and goodbye. So we're just saying goodbye until the next hello. 
Um, and for everybody out there listening, it's also hello and goodbye. We hope you keep coming back and listening to these episodes of the Pure Report, tell a friend, tell a colleague, and we will keep bringing the great guests like Andrew and JD onto the program. With that, we'll wrap for Pure Storage, JD Wallace and Andrew Miller. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back, something might be gaming on you. <laughs>